What are the best sports to cross-train for tennis? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Are you looking for tennis partners? If so, you've come to, to the right place. Join our free Find a Tennis Partner service right on BackhandCity.com. All you got to do is log on to BackhandCity.com, and once you're inside the dashboard, set up your profile with your profile tennis playing pitcher, when you're available play, what your skill level is, and the courts you prefer to play on. Once you're done, just start searching for tennis partners right on our directory. Log on to BackhandCity.com to start searching for your free tennis partner today. So today's topic, what is the best sport to cross-train for tennis? Now, I think one of the reasons tennis became pretty easy to me, I actually started playing a little bit late. I did not start playing tennis until I was 15 years old, and I was your just traditional American kid, I played the big three sports in Mannheim, Pennsylvania, and they were as follows, basketball, baseball, and football. And I think one of the reasons I was pretty good at tennis is I had a lot of the skills that I developed in the hand-eye coordination from those other sports. For instance, basketball is really good for tennis players. In fact, if you ever play pickup basketball with a tennis player, they're usually pretty good. The movement is very similar, especially on defense. On offense, the movement can be explosive and stop and start, which you can use, especially when you're serving or you're going to the net. I also find baseball was a really good translation. Throwing a baseball was has some similarities to serving in that you follow through. It requires some pronation, but also the hand-eye coordination of fielding and, of course, Hitting a baseball is probably one of the hardest things to do in sports. So when I started returning serve in tennis, it came quite naturally and easier because the racket was bigger than a baseball bat. Uh, tip number three, or the third sport, was football. Uh, I threw a lot of football as a kid, and that is probably the best exercise for practicing your serve because the trajectory is upward, just like it is with a serve, whereas the baseball is typically more level. It's upward, it's bigger, it's a little bit heavier, so you have to spin it, which causes pronation during the follow-through. In fact, uh, I have a football in my trunk that I use, especially for people who can't throw that well. And when the Twins of Miami started training for the Pro Tour and we were working on adding velocity to their serve, I got out the football and I taught those two European girls how to throw a spiral. Uh, the fourth sport is soccer. A lot of kids are exposed to this sport. Of course, it's called football in most of the world, but we'll call it soccer for this podcast. Really great footwork, great uh, endurance, and a lot of teamwork is really good in that sport. Now, you don't need a lot of teamwork in tennis, but I just think it's always good to have good team spirit. Uh, tip number five, this isn't really a sport, but it's interval training. I guess I did this when I was on track and field or cross-country, so I thought the interval training was really good because a lot of times when you're playing tennis, your heart rate will be around 130 to 145, and of course there's a little stoppage where it drops off, and then it goes back up again. 
So I always found interval training was really good for my endurance on the tennis courts. That's number five. Number six is volleyball. I had a lot of fun playing volleyball just in gym class. And then one of my first jobs in college during our breaks uh, at this place I worked at, they had volleyball courts set up inside. And we played volleyball on lunch breaks and during typical breaks. They're only 15 minutes long, but really good for tennis. In fact, I've had a few volleyball players sign up for my tennis class, uh, even the novice class, and they're excellent at tossing the ball and serving. And if you can imagine a volleyball player, you can you can see why. Uh, number seven, one of my favorite sports, and now these I'm going to call barroom sports. They're also good for translating to tennis. Number seven is ping pong, also known as table tennis. I like it because it's not overly risky. There's a lot of decision-making going on. You can use topspin and slice, and it's just kind of a miniature version of tennis. And it kind of really looks like a, a smaller game of what is now known as pickleball. Number eight is darts. I love the hand-eye coordination and the mental acuity you need to compete and win if you play a game of darts like cricket. It's a really fun competitive sport and require, requires a lot of precision and hand-eye coordination. So seven is ping-pong. Eight is darts. Now, finally, I included some sports here that are a little too risky that don't complement tennis well. And ironically, they're racquetball, squash, and badminton. And I remember when I taught in the Hamptons, I had a couple of these Wall Street guys that always played squash. And they had terrific sliced backhands. They couldn't really hit it with a lot of topspin. But they had really natural sliced backhands because that's what you use in squash. That is a very popular shot because you just hit it low and down the line beside the wall. They were terrible at the forehand. Everything would just get flicked really wristy and go way too far. Same issues with badminton. It's such a different sport. The uh, the badminton uh, shuttlecock itself is really light. And racquetball is just super wristy. It does have some good movement to it that I think is important. But I find with racquetball... If you just slap the ball forward and it just gets to the front wall, you can be successful in keeping the ball in play. And, of course, that kind of wrist action on the tennis court is a nightmare. So those are the best sports to cross-train for tennis. Thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to go onto iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you get notified each day with a fresh episode. And of course, if you follow the world of the ATP Tour, the WTA Tour, log on to Backhand City daily to see our live scores and keep track of all the world of pro tennis. Thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when push comes to show. I knew it all along